I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Bupp on the line. He's the CEO over at Sunrise Capital Investors, and he's also the host of the Real Estate Investing for Cashflow podcast and the Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks for having me. Looking forward to being here. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Sunrise Capital Investors and also to talk a little bit more about your podcast. I always love to recommend good podcasts to the listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Sure. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, I try to give you the 10,000-foot view. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I started working at a, at a fairly young age only to, just to have money for myself. I grew up in a, in a, in a very much middle-class family, never went without. Um, but definitely certain things when you're a kid that you really want, and uh, I, I knew it at that point my parents couldn't afford them or couldn't afford to purchase them for my brother and I. And so I, I got a paper out at a young age and transitioned from having a paper out to uh, installing car stereos into my brother's, you know, and his friend's car. They were a little older than I was, and, you know, kind of taught myself that trade. And then ultimately, you know, continued that up through high school, and then after high school got introduced to real estate. And so re- real estate kind of, it, it came to me as uh, somewhat of an accident. Uh, I was not looking for it. It was looking for me. And uh, a gentleman by the name of David introduced me to the uh, into the business at, at the age of 19, um, David was a local real estate investor in Pennsylvania where I grew up. Uh, he owned a lot of small multifamily and single-family rental properties and lived a pretty cool lifestyle, um, had, had a lot of things that I wasn't used to growing up, you know, the house, the car, the material things that at least at that point in life seemed to be important. Um, uh, and so I, I, I kind of I saw what he was doing, and I saw it as something that um, that was of interest to me, and and I was excited to get to know him better and to get to know the business. And so ultimately, what I did, Adam, is I um, uh, I asked David if there was a way that I could help him, you know, be around him more, help him grow his business in exchange that I could learn what he was doing. Uh, at that point, I was going to community college. I I didn't really know what I wanted to do uh, as an adult. Um, however, this was the one thing that seemed to excite me. Going to class every day did not excite me that much, but this real estate thing seemed to be very exciting to me. It was something that I, I really wanted to work towards wrapping my arms around. And that's ultimately what happened. I, but probably a lot of what I learned in those earlier years of, of, of being a business owner, um, you know, all the way through my 20s, really stemmed from that foundation that David helped lay for me. He became my mentor for, uh, for, for over a year. I mean, I'm a dedicated mentor to where I worked with him outside of attending bar in the evenings and going to school. I was around David as much as possible. I'd go to his home office. I'd meet him out in the field. I'd run errands for him. I did whatever he needed me to do. Uh, and in exchange for that, he let me hang out with him and, and essentially be involved in business meetings, listen to him talk on the phone, watch him interact with, with other investors, with his clients, with uh, his tenants, so on and so forth. Uh, so that, that was really my first introduction to business. Um, about a year and a half after uh, spending a lot of time with David, I decided to jump in both feet myself and uh, essentially bought my first investment property at the age of 20 and uh, and never really looked back um, from that point. Uh, it, it, it was something that, again, it just excited me. The passion continued to grow. 
Um, I started buying more and more rental properties, really just following business, uh, David's business model. I saw that what he had done works for him, and there was no need to reinvent the wheel. And so everything I bought was based around David's business model of building long-term wealth and long-term cash flow through real estate. And, uh, and I've carried that forth, you know, for the last 20 years. I'm 40 years old now, and uh, again, bought the first property at 20. And so for the last 20 years, I've had a few other businesses outside of real estate, for, but for the most part, real estate has absolutely been my core. What kind of advice would you give to the, um, let's say, the novice in um, entering the real estate market today? You know, whether it's the real estate market or any other business, what I think is important, Adam, is is, is not reinventing the wheel. I'm finding a mentor that can help guide you. Um, and I, you know, I don't know where I would be at. I, I can honestly say that I do not know where I'd be at in life if it wasn't for meeting David. Would I have been introduced to real estate? I'm not sure. I have no idea. Um, that was an integral part of my life, and it really um, it set that, that that firm foundation and taught me the right way, helped me avoid a lot of mistakes, uh, helped me avoid a lot of, uh, you know, probably roadblocks out of hit and ultimately could have, you know, maybe even failed at uh, without him there guiding me along. And so whatever business that you're going to get in, seek out a mentor. First and foremost, find someone that's been there, that's been that, that's made all the mistakes that you're about to make that could help hopefully navigate you around those and uh, and save you a lot of time, save you a lot of money, save you a lot of aggravation. And in exchange for that, one of the big values that that mentor gets is, is hopefully it's the right you know alignment of, of interest to where you can give a lot of value to them as well. You can help them grow their business. And so it's got to be a win-win on both sides. But first and foremost, you got to find a mentor. That's great. Uh, let's talk more about uh, what you're doing as CEO over at Sunrise Capital Investors. So what kind of clients are you working with and what kind of things do you help them do? Yes. Yeah, so, so we specialize in the manufactured housing space or also known as mobile home parks. Uh, we work with high net worth individuals, accredited investors across the country, um, and essentially find high quality assets that we can buy below replacement costs. And we partner with our investors and, and purchase these assets and run them and uh, um, uh, enjoy the benefits together. The, the, you know, we reap the rewards together. So that, that is our niche. Uh, in the past, uh, we've owned things such as apartment complexes. We've owned hundreds of single family residences, other types of commercial real estate. But for the past uh, six years now, we have been solely focused on manufactured housing communities. Let's uh, talk a little bit more about your podcast. Uh, so uh, two different podcasts uh, for people to consider, the Real Estate Investing for Cashflow podcast and the Mobile Home Park uh, for Investing podcast. Uh, so what kind of content can listeners uh, expect to hear there? Yeah, so the Real Estate Investing for Cashflow podcast, I, I, I'll give a little bit of the reason behind uh, starting that show. I, I was an early adopter of podcasts. I've been listening to them now for over a dozen years. I can't even remember the first time that I came across podcasts, but I used to do a lot of driving many, many years back and, and came across you know the, the world of podcasts and, and was in love with it. However, way back 12 years ago, 13 years ago, there surely wasn't as much of a variety as there is today, Adam. Mm -hmm. um, there were a number of real estate podcasts. However, there were none that were focused on commercial real estate investing, which is what my interest was, and that's what I was involved in. And so after many, many years of being somewhat disappointed of the content that was available, I decided to, to go about starting my own. Um, and so what real estate investing for cash flow is, is that essentially I interview very successful owner and operators in the commercial real estate space. And that can mean everything from uh, folks that specialize in multifamily apartment complexes, folks that specialize in mobile home parks like us, 
self-storage facilities, shopping centers, marinas. I just interviewed a guy last week that he's the largest bowling alley owner in the country. That's his business. And so um, all the different aspects of commercial real estate is focused in on that show. But not just that type of real estate, but actually owning and operating that niche type of real estate. So that's what the Real Estate Investing for Cashflow podcast is. And the Mobile Home Park Investing podcast is, uh, as the name would state, it's about investing in mobile home parks. It's, it's all about the, you know, the finding the mobile home parks, raising capital for them, the daily, you know, day-to-day operations associated with, with owning and operating a mobile home park. And how often do shows um, come out and like, what's the rough uh, timeline in terms of, uh, in terms of length of episode? Just give everybody an overview. Yeah, they're, they're on a weekly basis. Um, and the, the Real Estate Investing for Cashflow podcast typically runs anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour in length, each one of the episodes, and the Mobile Home Park Investing podcast somewhere in the 30 to 45-minute range for each episode. Awesome. Uh, any any kind of trend in your industry that you care to comment on? As far as the manufactured housing space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Trends, I'd say... Probably one of the things that I've seen that's uh, been a big game changer over the past six or seven years that we've been purchasing communities is the um, is the uh, the acceptance of our niche. You know, uh, our our space somewhat carries a, a negative stigma with it, um, and uh, that's really due to just poor operators. And not everyone's a poor operator, but there's enough that it's essentially created a negative stereotype for this space. However, what's happened over the past five or six years? There's lots of private equity companies and, and publicly traded companies that, that have really come into the space in a big way. In addition to that, it's been uh, this niche uh, investment niche has been featured on um, in, in multiple different financial publications such, such as Forbes, the Money Magazine, the Wall Street Journal, and so it's it's really starting to shine a more positive light on our industry. Um, it's a positive, and that's a positive change for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one probably being the the type of debt that's now available for our space. Whereas five, six, seven years ago, it's very challenging to get a uh, quality loan uh, when you're purchasing a mobile home park. You can go to your local bank. Most of the banks didn't really understand this asset class, and so they wouldn't lend on it. And if they did, it wouldn't be the most favorable terms. Um, mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can there's there's multiple different. Uh, non-recourse uh, loans available, things such as CMBS loans that carry 25 and 30-year amortizations, 10-year terms, uh, lower interest rates, and there's also agency debt available, which is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is very popular in the multifamily apartment space. It's very high-quality, uh, long-term debt that carries a very low interest rate. It's very competitive. Um, that used to be available in our space, but not much. Probably about maybe 1% of the parts will qualify for it. Nowadays, about 30 to 35% of the parts that exist today will qualify for that type of uh, debt. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that is that is definitely a big advancement uh, compared to where things were. Um, so, Kevin, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on uh, Sunrise Capital Investors, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, so two different places. Uh, they, they can go to our website, which is sunrisecapitalinvestors.com. Um, in addition to that website, uh, they, they can also go to kevinbuff.com. Kevinbuff.com also has a lot of information about our company and what it is we're doing in the mobile home park investing space. Oh, that's awesome. Well, hey, Kevin, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show and uh, telling us more about your background, but also about what's going on, trends in your industry, and uh, and, and uh, sharing your two podcasts with us. So 
uh, real estate for investing cash, uh, excuse me, real estate for cash flow investing podcast and the mobile home park investing podcast. So um, two um, great finds there. Uh, to the listeners, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, it's been an absolute honor. Thanks for having me. All right, so I'll cut the audio there. Great job. Obviously, you're a podcaster and a professional, but great stuff, man. Um, very succinct. Yeah, good deal. Um, got your messages across nice and compact. Um, definitely a real content-rich uh, episode. I really appreciate it. Um, just quick side note. So in terms of um, editing and all that stuff, I'll shoot this over to my team after we get off the line. They're pretty quick. So in my opinion, it should be up at the latest, probably Monday or Tuesday at the latest. Um, when it does get posted, uh, they'll do a post on LinkedIn, of course. They'll tag you, all that good stuff. But I will also send you an email personally that has the uh, the links on, like, LinkedIn and all that good stuff. Or, excuse me, the links for, like, Spotify and iTunes and that for all your record, mm-hmm. okay?